Hello and welcome to this episode of Shoulder to Shoulder, where we strive to grow in love of the Lord and each other. I'm Megan Silas. And I am Pam Marvin. And we are back and we are excited to be talking about Advent. Yes. So I don't know if you, if I've ever shared this with you, Pam, but I adore Advent. I love Advent so much. And you know, I didn't grow up really with Advent. Yes. So, um, it's just kind of an experience that I've had more as a, as a Catholic understanding it as a, um, season, but you know, interestingly, my mom who grew up Catholic didn't practice the Catholic faith. She, you know, converted to becoming an evangelical when I was four, she still did the Advent wreath. So I remember that as being like a cool little thing as kind of, you know, the countdown to, uh, to Christmas and, and also, I mean, who doesn't love a good chocolate advent calendar? Right. So so we're excited yeah. to be talking about advent um, on today's show. But we did want to talk about the fact that we've got coming up a very cool thing that has to do with advent. I know. I'm very excited. Megan has invited me to come out to um, her place in the country, the Trace, Silas Trace. And she's going to be giving an advent retreat for the local church there. Well, I would like to make a correction on that. Oh, okay. Sorry. We are going to be giving an advent <laughs> retreat <laughs> for some women in the area because they're not all from the church. We have, we're blessed that we have That's about, right. um, I think four of the women that are coming uh, are not Catholic. They're Protestant. And they actually joined um, with the book study that I, I led this summer at the church in Woodville. And so I'm so blessed to have them come back. They're just so lovely. And we had such beautiful conversation. And I have always had this heart for the idea of like unity among Christians. It's one of the big things that actually the Lord used for my conversion. And so anytime I can, you know, share the love of the Lord with, um, you know, what we'll call our separated brethren, um, it makes me so happy. So I'm so glad they're going to be there. And some ladies from the church, we got some of the folks who are in the RCIA group at our Woodville that are going to be joining us. So it's really meaningful to me because Advent was actually a part of my conversion journey. Really? I have to say as a, as a convert as well, it was 20 plus years before I even learned that the reason why it's lavender is because it's lint light. Right. Little lint. A little lint. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I was never catechized that. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. we just didn't talk about it in RCA, which I understand. Um, so that was like really an eye opener for me several years ago, which was beautiful um, because mm-hmm. I really, I desire that kind of like penance because I, the prayer and fasting aspect of the penance, um, as we all know, is something that is called for throughout all, you know, Old Testament, New Testament mm-hmm. as a way of um, ramping up our prayers. Yeah, I think it's good to remind ourselves that as Catholics, one of the church things that the church is so good at is reminding us that, you know, there are cycles and, and that we have this liturgical calendar. And, and why do we have this period of Advent at all? Well, it's because we're preparing for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So just as the Lord, he, you know, he told us when he was, you know, walking this earth that there would be times when we would feast and there were times when we would fast. And it's important to have both. And the church has established fasting times or penitential times as preparation times for the joy of celebration. And so Advent is this time where we prepare our hearts and minds 
to celebrate the reality that Christ has come, yes, on that day in Bethlehem, but also that he will come again. Yeah. So it's not only a time of preparation for what has happened, but a time of preparation for what will happen. And that was the big thing that really exploded for me when I became right. a Catholic was this understanding of Advent's just not about the first coming, but it's also about longing for the second coming. See, I love that perspective. Yeah. Um, but I have a little different one, you know, okay. I yeah. know that's amazing. So I love adding, you know, our insights mm-hmm. together. Um, I was, had the privilege one Christmas of um, sitting in the pews when now Bishop Sis of, of San Angelo was giving the Sunday Christmas day or mm-hmm. the Christmas day homily because his parents live here. And I particularly at that time had been suffering from a lot of, let's say, kind of um, suffering from what I would call the stench of my humanity. Like I was really (laughs) frustrated with how sinful Uh I was and just how come I can't overcome this? And I just seem to keep, you know, I poor me. I have I'm terrible pity party. Y'all pray for me. (laughs) But in, in my humanity, I was always like, oh, gosh, why can't I be better? Why can't I be better? You know, part of that vanity always says you should be better. Mm -hmm. Well, this particular day, I believe that Bishop Sis does have a charism. We we will talk about charisms later on in a podcast, too. But um, the charism of I believe it is wisdom and it is defined by speaking one of God's truths in a way that people really understand mm-hmm. they are being spoken to. Sure. Okay. So Bishop says, if you're listening, which I hope he is, <laughs> this one's for you. So I was sitting there and in his homily. He started and proceeded to tell us that God was so in love. I'm going to get choked up. That God was so in love with us that he desired to come down and be with us mm-hmm. in the form of man because his love was that big. Yeah. That day changed me. Mm-hmm. It changed. I mean, do I still struggle with eh, the stench of my humanity? Sure. But to think that God loved us so much that he could take on the flesh. not he, Of course he was without sin, but to walk among all of us who smell like the sheep and the goats, you know, mm-hmm. was so overpowering to me and putting things in the right perspective. And so that's what I think about during mm-hmm. Advent is a way for me to refocus on the beauty of God's love for us was so great that yeah. he came down to be with us. And that's what we're preparing for. Yeah. You know, it's really, coming, Advent. it's really coming to my mind as you speak that so beautifully and with so much emotion is, the line from my favorite Christmas carol, which is O Holy Night. Mm. And it says, long lay the world in sin and error pining mm. till he appeared and our soul felt its worth. That reality, that's how much we're loved. That's how much we're valued. The very God incarnate. He took on human flesh. And, you know, one of the things I think is beautiful that I heard pointed out once is that Jesus's condescension, his coming Mm -hmm. down to be with us and like us is so far that even if you imagined the, the richest, most powerful king 
coming from his palace to stay in a hut made of mud. That's not even close to the level of condescension that the almighty God did when he came to this earth. And so if he's willing to do that for love of us, what coming down should we do for love of him? And that's it for me. The idea about Advent is what should we be stripping from ourselves to prepare to be with him, both as we celebrate Christmas, the glory of his incarnation, but also as we prepare for the day when he will come, not as the baby in the manger, but as the powerful just judge. Mm -hmm. What do we need to strip away? How do we need to come down from this pedestal that we've put ourselves on, you know? Well, you know, I don't want to get macabre at all, but this also has um, kind of that ring or sound to when we meet him. Like, even if we don't physically survive to the second coming, we will meet him and Mm -hmm. have to account for our lives. So perhaps that's a really good reflection. Like one of my favorite Advents, I did the book Memento Mori. Okay. On reflection, you know, Mm -hmm. remember your death and save your life. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really good point. And Advent too, is to reflect on our lives and how will we be judged by the Lord? Like how well have we trusted him? How well have he loved him? How well have we loved others for Mm -hmm. him? Yeah. And I think one of the realities is, is that having that kind of mindset, the the more penitential mindset, the more preparatory mindset as it relates to the preparation of our souls to, to meet our Lord goes so contrary to what's going on in the world during this time. Cause it's all about parties and it's all about feasting and it's all about, you know, everything being basically Christmas all month long. Right. Right. And so how can we, you know, create this space for us to really dwell in this place of waiting and longing and prepare, preparing when the rest of the world is saying party, party, party. That's so like true. any thoughts on so that? So what are you going to do? Well, yeah. I mean, I was going to say, what are you going to do? Um, I think that the idea of prayer and penance is definitely a way to enter into the, the Advent season. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Like, you know, mm-hmm. do we make, do you make like a Advent promise to like Advent resolutions, much like we do with Lent? I haven't historically, really? but I think okay. this year I'm, I'm going to. Um, but one of the things that I think is helpful for me is I tend to not step into a lot of festivity stuff if I can avoid it. Like I try to keep it simple and Honestly, it's probably a lot easier for me to do this than for others, because regardless of how it may appear, I'm actually an introvert. So to say I'm not going to go to this Christmas party or that Christmas party or whatever is pretty easy for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but, you know, I try to keep it quieter, keep it closer to home, um, keep the commitments uh, of prayer um, that even if there are other things uh, that are trying to buy for attention during this time, this busy season. I think another way to do it also is to 
not get so caught up in the whole gift buying thing as having that be this huge, like stressful thing in your life to just be really chill about that, sure. mm-hmm. you know, and, and just laid back and just peaceful, you know, yeah. but I will say this. Okay. So this is a bit of okay, controversy. Have something after you too. So go ahead. Okay. Little controversy on the advent front as it relates to decorating. Because there are definitely <laughs> those who are like, oh, no, you don't decorate before Christmas with Christmas decorations because that's like total Advent fail. And then some people are like, oh, heck, yeah, we're decorating whatever. And, you know, you can just go all out for whatever. So I have to say that for me, I am a pre-Advent, a pre-Christmas decorator. I do decorate okay. for Christmas pretty much right after Thanksgiving. And this is my thinking on it. And anybody can totally have a different opinion about this and have feel called a different way. Absolutely valid. But for me, as I think about decorating for Christmas, I place myself in the heart of Mary as nesting. So I when you're a pregnant that. woman and you're getting ready for a baby to come, you, do. you, get, you get ready, you decorate the nursery, you buy the stuff that prepares for the, for the child to come. So, and, and it's that preparation is part of your anticipation, right? Right. So, so my people get to confession. That's how you oh, want to soul. Part. That's definitely a soul preparation for well, sure. That's the main way. Do we prepare to see Jesus is in right. our soul? Yeah. And, and I'm I'm grateful to parishes who offer Advent penance services. Those, that's a wonderful way yeah. to do it. Although I would say, you know, maybe I'll give this little challenge to people who have not had the experience of making an appointment for confession. Mm. Because anytime you're in an Advent penance service or just the regular um, confession times, uh, you're always going to have this little pressure of time. you know, where he's like, okay, there's people behind me. You know, I want to make this quick. I don't want to like be taking too much time or whatever. And so I think sometimes that can make us a little hasty in our examination of conscience where we're not maybe covering all the things we potentially could. So it might be great as a preparation for people to consider making an appointment if they can. Now, unfortunately, this isn't always an option. Some priests don't aren't open to that, but if you have that possibility to really be very intentional about it and make the time and set aside the time to prepare and then go into that confession with a piece of spirit and, you know, really just open up your heart to the Lord in that sacrament and, and just say, Lord, I want to prepare a place for you yes. in my soul. You know, Megan, I have to bring up kind of my personal experience too about Advent and Christmas time. So as a child of divorce, um, I have to say that I think that the Christmas holidays were probably one of the most traumatic times mm. in my little girl heart because I, you know, I, I for a while they chose for me where I was going to go, which either parent, and then I mm-hmm. had to choose oh, myself, which was really hard. Yeah. Um, so December typically for me has been a very difficult month and it's carried on my, you know, my parents were only married for well, they were married for a short time, but the childhood trauma I've been working on trying to to really let go of. Um, I am one of those people who sadly do not really enjoy Christmas mm-hmm. because it's always been a very pressure field filled right, time yeah. for me. 
and um, along with the gifts and the buying and me having five children. And Mm -hmm. so the pressures were, were always a little more overwhelming and I would, I would actually slip into seasonal depression too. Mm -hmm. And now I know many people who have lost loved ones during the times of the holidays or it doesn't even have to be then just having them without, it can be a very difficult time. So, so I want to give them an opportunity to use wisely their sufferings. Mm-hmm. Since this is a natural time of longing to be with their loved ones or um, a sadness is on them for whatever mm-hmm. reason they have to offer that to the Lord as a reparation for personal sin and those in all your family to be able to prepare your heart for the true coming of Jesus that mm-hmm. year and in your heart in a new way. So in other words, your sufferings during Advent count towards Advent preparation for the coming of Christ. Oh, absolutely. And that idea that you can have joy and sorrow at the same time, you know, you can rejoice for sure that Christ has come and that he will come and still feel the sadness of the brokenness of this world. They don't have to be mutually exclusive. Yeah. I mean, so pray for me that I want Christmas to be redeemed in my Mm -hmm. heart to, you know, now that I have grandkids and um, everything that I just Mm -hmm. pray that I can enjoy the true spirit of Christmas. When people say, Oh, I just love Christmas. My coworkers are already playing Christmas music before Thanksgiving. They were playing mm-hmm. <laughs> a bit playing Christmas music and everything. And, I, and here I am, you know, little miss humbug. It's so hard. So I'm mm-hmm. praying that God will redeem that for me over the coming months. And um, that the culture too, like I won't be bought into the culture, which I've worked on that since my kids mm-hmm. were little, I'm not trying to do too much. Um, right. Yeah. Unplugging the Christmas machine was a very, great book I read. I mean, literally 20 some <laughs> years ago, unplug the Christmas machine, mm-hmm. which helps to get things back to, to baseline it the way Christ wanted. He wouldn't want all the right. hoopla to be like what it is. Yeah. He would want it to be all about our spirit. And, you know, think about the longing that Mary had waiting mm-hmm. for her savior. Yeah. You know, in our, our last um, podcast, we talked about Christian leadership and this can be an opportunity during the time of Advent to show Christian leadership by, you know, not getting all frazzled and not stepping into the craziness of this, of the season and, and really staying recollected and keeping our minds and hearts focused on Christ. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it's gotten to the point where it's, you know, just cliche, you know, he's the reason for the season and keep the Christ in Christmas. And, and yet how, true that should be and, yeah. and how we need to focus on our that. Christian leadership will be playing after this one. So just so it's a, oh, te- yeah. you just a great oh, teaser, teaser for it. You're right. You're yeah, right. I got really Christian leadership. Yeah. Right. So look forward to that Christian yeah. leadership, but be leaders in, in Christian thinking and Christian behaving during this advent. Right. So how does that look for you? I mean, if you rethink it, cause I, I want to hear from someone who enjoys the season. Oh, so you're completely decorated, right? Oh, not yet, because I haven't had the time to do that. Oh, but. Well, nor I. But one of the things I do is poco a poco. I mm, like to sprinkle yeah. a little bit along the way mm-hmm. because it feels like a big task to do it all at once. Yeah. And I don't want to get burnt out too soon. And one of the things for me so is... layer by layer. Yeah, I love having the decorations up. I don't necessarily love putting them up. And But my daughter has this beautiful spirit where she enjoys them so much that she actually enjoys the putting up. Mm. So I look at it as an opportunity to spend time with her and her joy is my joy. And so to engage in that with her, it's something that, that 
we have like this precious little thing uh, that's so that beautiful. we do together. You so know, I have four girls like, and one boy. Not one of mine loves to decorate for Christmas. <laughs> well, it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, well. But So I get know, to do it however I want to this year, right? That's right. One mm. thing I just, you know, really came to my heart as you were talking about your experience of having to choose like what parent to go see and, and how as a little child that must have been so difficult. And I just, like, the question came to my heart. I wonder if this Christmas you decided, Jesus, I just choose to be with you. Yes. Amen. That's my choice. Just let everything sure. play out from right. there. Right? And I pray that he will heal, heal it. Yeah. Cause I know he can heal the past. He can. Cause he's present in every moment, in every moment. And now with my dad's passing too, God rest his soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, be a beautiful way to pray for him. And his birthday is at Christmas time, the 23rd. So maybe we'll celebrate in a special way this year. Yeah, that's beautiful. There's more. There's always more, you know, that's I the know. thing. Even as we rejoice that the fact that Christ has come, uh, you know, he came into this world. There's right. more. And he's going to come again. Yes. And I, I want to kind of go back to the Advent retreat that we're giving. Mm -hmm. I remember having all this year wanted to go on a retreat during Advent Mm. because it refocuses me on Christ and his love. That's really what I wanted to focus on. And there was nothing working out at Cedar break or different places. And then the Lord through Megan just says, Hey, why don't we do an Advent retreat together out at my place? <laughs> and I was like, Lord, you love me so much, you yeah. know, that you've yeah, given you, me the opportunity. Yeah. It was funny because you, you even said, well, this would be the dates that, you know, it would work out for me. And I was like, well, guess what? I was just told that the, right in the middle there is the date that was going to work for the other people. 100% guy. Yeah. 100%. He is in the details, my people. Yeah. So we'll look forward to at some point sharing some of the fruits of that. Yeah. I look forward but, to it. You know, as you know, obviously we could talk for hours and hours about Advent and all the things it could potentially mean and all the things we could potentially do to to prepare for it. But I think in the end, the reality is, is that we're longing, we're journeying towards this Lord who loves us so much and wants to be with us so much. And if we can honor the fact that he wanted to be with us so much by being with him, I think my final practical recommendation would be spend some time in adoration. Absolutely. That's so beautiful. And just remember that that flesh and blood and soul and divinity that is in that monstrance is the very same flesh, blood, soul, and divinity that was in that manger. Amen. So beautiful. I thank him. He's so, he's, we have such a beautiful, good God. The holy longing. Amen. So just as we long to see his face in the the beatific vision, so we shall long for him in Advent too. Amen. Make that room, make room for Jesus in your heart. Go, go clean your house. (laughs) And then put up the decorations. That's right. That's a good, maybe on that, you know, you clean up, but then you decorate. And so what are the decorations? But virtues. Work to Amen. use the growing in virtues as your as your soul decorations for this Christmas. Okay, is, is slowing down a virtue? Because that's what I'm going to try and do. I'm just going to slow down a little bit. Try not I'd to be running it's everywhere. Patience is the virtue patience? of patience. Mm, maybe prudence too. Both. You know, Both, patience, yeah. prudence. Yeah, just being a d- good discerner to like not be rushed. All right. Well, 
we are glad that you joined us today as we are discussing this beautiful season that we're entering into. And we hope that you will continue to journey with us as we go through it. And we thank you so much for your support and your listening. And we pray that you will pass it on. Maybe it could be a little Christmas gift yeah. that you could give to a friend to like, share an episode. Share, et cetera. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us. And we pray that until next time, you'll remain united with us in prayer. Until then, God bless. God bless.